Guys from me, Rishike, everybody who's watching, listening, Hack Crimes Online is a terrific true cybercrime series. And I'm very delighted to have a panel where we're going to discuss, discuss not just the series, but also cybercrime. It's on the Amazon mini TV platform. It's absolutely free, of course. So all you have to do is go to the Amazon shopping app, whether you're on iOS, Android, Windows. When you open the Android uh, or iOS or Windows app, on the top, you'll see an icon saying Amazon Mini TV. You click on it, and on the homepage is uh, this wonderful show, Hack Crimes Online. I'm very pleased to welcome Amok from the platform. How are you? Very well. Thank you. And my friend, Sheetal Bhatia. Hi. Great to see you, yeah. And uh, Parmeet Sethi, who suddenly brought back memories of a terrific film that he made in 2010 called Badmash Company. It's way ahead of its time. One of my top 10 films all time, and I'm so glad I'm, I'm speaking to you. And somebody who's done a great job uh, in the series as the lead, which is Vipul. Amok, I want to start with you. Why Amazon Mini TV decided to take these more than baby steps into the world of cybercrime? I think uh, as for Mini TV as a service, which is... Uh, envisaged to be a platform catering to young adults, 15 to 34 year olds. The intention of the platform is to offer content, offer a rainbow of content in terms of genres. We have had uh, some great uh, shows in, in, in the rom-com genre, in the light-hearted space, uh, Good or Go, Highway Love. And we thought what is also very relevant for our audience is they are all digital. Some of them are actually digital native. They spend a lot of time being on digital, interacting on digital, transacting on digital. And it could not make more sense to actually bring together some bit of awareness about how to be responsible citizens on online, but do it in a way which is a lot more engaging, entertaining in form of an investigative uh, narrative. And we thought a subject like this required right bit of authenticity, responsibility, uh, and that's the reason uh, we reached out to uh, Friday Filmworks because I, I think their body of work showcases that authenticity being delivered responsibly and in an engaging way. So that's the long and short of how uh, journey into hack crimes online began. Segues nicely into my question for Sheetal. I mean, really, you guys, today, Friday Filmworks is the guru of the thriller genre. Nobody does thrillers like you guys. Even the walk and the gate of actors in your series have become famous, you know, <laughs> people you. copy that, there are memes online, you know, and really what Neeraj and yourself have brought to the table is just giving it an international context, but such an Indian feel, you know, this show specifically, because it's not an out and out thriller, there are a lot of mind games in here, hmm. it's a highly research driven show, talk to me about what prompted you to, to plunge into this. First, I'll correct you, that we don't only make thrillers. We made biofics, we made love stories, and so all kind of genres. Special Chabbis was a heist film. So it's not just that we make thrillers, we like to make good stories. Uh, Amit Dube, when he met us, he met us a couple of years back, and he used to, you know, narrate us these stories of, you know, how crimes are happening nowadays, and he's written a couple of books also on it. And we were very intrigued, so we said, we've got to do this. And we were in talks and contemplating, you know, how do we get this into the right shape, to the right platform. And I think by luck, Mini just came into lives and said that we would love to do this. And collaboration was great. And just then things started moving very quickly. As an actor, when you're dealing with an issue like cybercrime, where you want to educate the audience, but at the same time, you don't want to make it sound structured and 
I'm having a semi-documentary kind of class. It's very important for all the actors to get their parts right. And you've done a great job. What I also loved, and I'd like to comment on your co-actors, is the fact that the head of the cyber cell unit was really the our go-to guy for getting all our problems solved. You know, he was a bit of a, a simpleton. That's the only word that comes to my mind. There's a Hindi word called Bhondu, who at strategic points of time turns around and is really masterful writing uh, in the writing room and, you know, permits direction and you guys, how you played it out. Every time we want to learn something about the, the cyber world, he asks these questions. And it's obvious that he's done a six-month course. He's come there. He says, You must have found that very interesting when the screenplay came. Uh, to be very honest, that was the whole idea. And I think, Parmit sir, we've hit the nail on its head because that was the exact idea. He's going to be a man. Yeah. He's going to be a common man's voice. So while doing uh, readings also, that was the whole idea because it's a it's, it's, it's lot of technical stuff also involved. Yeah. Post this show, a lot of my friends who've been working with IT companies were like, from IITs and like, they always bragged about themselves. And suddenly when they saw this series and they were like, Are, you're talking about SQL and Tor and all this great technical terms. Man, how easily you explain? And I was like, yeah, it gave me also bragging rights. But yes, on a serious note, these are some technical words, which were tough for us also on the first time we read that. So this guy is a very important go-to person. He becomes a common man's voice. And I think that's the purpose because you asking this question gives us that relevance that it has been solved. So it was great. I think it's it's great writing and his execution of it, which made all the difference. Was that a challenge to find how you're going to find an inroad or take the route to being, to explaining what these terminologies are? You see, I actually have a very good hack at home, <laughs> which is my wife. And I, she's a very good uh, script doctor. What I do with her is I, I give her a script and tell her to read it and just get a feedback. So I know I, it's like an alarm bell rings. I know, okay, find a common, a common man who is not very, very savvy with the technical world is not able to understand it. So I need to dumb it down. I need to, you know, plainly talk about it. So that was the, the way I actually went about. I used to ask normal average people, and when I got the feedback, I kind of made the adjustments and I made it slightly more plain and simple for the average viewer, you know, who, who doesn't know anything about hacking to understand this watch. No, but he, he's right. I mean, how else do you establish this? You could have done a voiceover. You could have done some text. None of it is as We have beautiful. done voiceovers. We have done text also. But uh, all these things you know, together kind of have to make it simple and understandable. It's so important. I learned this actually in Badmash Company. When I was, when I made the script and when I, you know, the script was ready, everything was good. When, when my producer saw it, he couldn't understand the film. He said, what happened here? And I said, what happened? You have read the script. I have, you know, it's, I have the, exact, the same thing we've shot. He said, no, I'm still not able to understand it fully. That's when I realized, okay, we need to give voiceovers. So if you see Badmash Company, yeah. we have those voiceovers throughout, making it simple for the person to wait, understand, and then move forward. So this is a lesson I learned and I've applied that in this also. I also like the tool of Riti's character talking to herself and also having a, you know, an ego. Correct. 
for lack of any other one, alter ego, yeah. who comes in mm-hmm. in at strategic points of time, you know, and it's again, it's it's done at if it had been overdone, it wouldn't have worked. Correct. It happens only sometimes, but again, it takes the story forward, Correct. which I think is just great storytelling. Yeah, yeah we also had this uh, had this thing that we had because it's a compact show. We needed to put in you know feed in the right information at the right time and not waste too much time. So these were the ploys that we used to make it fast, quick, effective. Yeah. You know, so that was uh, one of the main yeah, because any show which is information heavy, you're going to struggle with it losing pace sometimes because when the information comes in, then how do you, yeah. uh, you know, keep the pace up? Yeah, so you have to find I, novel ways of, yeah, you know. So, so great job on that. Thank you. Amok, talk to me about your association with Friday Filmworks in terms of this particular project. You know, you all are partners, but it's a huge show. Anyway, yeah. you look at it, whether you're looking at marketing it, whether you're looking at reaching the right audience. And it is a combination of a youth show, which is popular culture now. Why rappers and, you know, hip hop hustlers are coming from tier two and tier three cities and the chawls of Mumbai. Why hackers are coming from modest middle class and lower middle class underprivileged backgrounds. That is tackled beautifully. At the same time, you always worry about your parents and your grandparents. You know, whatever hacker just calls them and says, you know, give me your date of birth, give me something, this, that. So it is a, a show which is mounted on a on a large canvas and in, in in terms of all these factors. Talk about the collaboration. So I I think when this this idea uh, and we were toying this as a space that we want to program something and it's not that we are the first ones who are programming into the space of cybercrime. There have been enough pieces of content that has come out. I think we wanted to work with a partner who, like I'd mentioned earlier, who will bring in the right kind of or who experience or in their work, I've seen right amount of depth, authenticity, also responsibility because it's a subject that is relevant in people's day-to-day lives, right? It's in, in some ways, while we are doing entertainment, there is also a message that goes through with a show like that, that, you know, this is the new world that we live in and the modus operandi of people with ill will has changed completely. So I think for these combination of factors, I could have not thought of uh, anybody else then Friday Filmworks to uh, partner on this project. Uh, so when uh, when when I was in their office jamming on ideas, when this uh, book about uh, from Amit Dube came out, we had a, I remember we had a call with him and he took us through some of the, and they were like spine chilling thing because there's somebody who's really been at the forefront of ethical hacking, who's seen these, who've collaborated on multiple real world projects on around hacking with real people, big stakes involved. I thought these were all the right ingredients to sort of push the pedal on it and get that going and i just thought because we've had uh, and like i was saying this the same audience that we try to create programming for while at one end we want to do light-hearted shows romantic shows we did a franchise called hip-hop india which was just a dedicated platform for hip-hop dance this is the another aspect of something that we wanted to program on the service do a investigative thriller with a purpose which is relevant to our audience and sets itself apart from whatever else that has come by in this space so far. So I think these combinations of factors sort of drew us uh, to take the collaboration further. And once we decided to do, I'm a strong believer in letting people uh, do what they know best and only contribute where you know we really think we can value at. With Friday Filmworks as a partner, I think we really respect that relationship because we know what they bring to the table. And wherever we think we can add value is where we come in. But otherwise, we know there are they are experts in charge and they will do their job in the most respectable and 
authentic way. And equally true for you, it must be such a source of satisfaction for you. And you said that off the mic. Mm. That shikayat ka mauka nahi mila kui. You know, it's just the beauty of, I know my creative job, give me my space. But at the same time, you perhaps know how to promote this the best. Whether you want to use OOH, whether you want to use your own platform, how do you want to do this? Outdoor. Mm. I don't think you needed to, to ask too many questions. No, not at all. And in fact, even not even, I didn't even need to ask him to give us our space because he understood it. So this collaboration was wonderful. And the way they marketed it, I would really like to thank your team. I think it's Namita. Namita. And the team, they've done a wonderful job. Of course, Amog and Deepak, everybody. And they've been uh, extremely good collaborators. I mean, they let us do it the way we wanted to do it. And uh, yeah, it was a wonderful journey. I want both of you to take this actor as well as director. The show starts with some very appalling statistics saying, you know, there's so many crimes, we're only convicting so many. But to the credit of the Mumbai police and the cyber crime unit, they realize their limitations. They realize that they're understaffed, you know, they need, for the lack of a better word, cooler, younger, ethical hackers who come and help them with their business. Which is why, you know, there are people like Riddhi and the other two guys who are in the show. Talk to me about spending time with some consultants. You too, you know, other crime people, cops on the beat. Apart from Amit, of course, who gave you lots of insights on the working of the cybercrime unit in this day and age, because they must be using exactly this modus operandi, which is get these young guys who have been former hackers to convert them to ethical hackers, use those resources, maybe give some of them jobs. Some of them are freelancers. It's an advanced way of what they used to do in the good old days, which is khabari. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, actually, they, you know, uh, getting these, in fact, that is the way to go today. Uh, if you want to fight the crime uh, on cyber cyber crime, basically, you have to get uh, the black hats converted to the white hats. Mm. When I say white hat, I mean they are the ethical hackers. The black yeah. hats, obviously, are the ones who you know make money out of it. Uh, so this is the only way, I think, and predominantly the only way, basically, basically to be able to, uh, as we say in the show, hirahi hireko katta. Yeah, and that is pretty much the essence of what these guys are trying to do. Definitely, uh, today's hacking has gone so advanced and so much, uh, you know, f- you know, further away from the regular people who are just doing some computer courses and thinking that, okay, now we know coding. No, it's not enough. These guys have gone much ahead, much ahead. And you have to get those people to come in and say, you know what, we'll, we'll fight for the right side. We'll go on to the right side and do things. You know? So definitely. Uh, so did you dialogue with a few of them? Did you manage to meet anybody or was it just Amit's book and his uh, uh, advice? Uh, Amit with? has uh, an outfit where he has these ethical hackers. Oh, lovely. So I happened to, you know, interact with them. Uh, obviously, Amit was there throughout holding a hand, telling us exactly how things are, how, you know, is it possible to hack it in this way? Not possible to hack it this way? You know, yeah. We asked him all those basic questions and he answered them. And uh, I came to know pretty much... And of course, my writers, they did the research. Yash and Allison, fantastic writers. They, uh, I'm sure, have approached a lot of people, you know, hackers. And uh, there are some people who I know in the hacking world uh, who are based in the US. I called them up. I spoke to them. And they're also white hats. They helped the Indian government, the American government. So they were also very, very helpful, you know, in, in giving me insights into how hacking actually happens and how we actually counter, definitely. I wonder if it's ever happened to you personally. I mean, have you had an incident where somebody siphoned some money or, you know, something bogus that happened with you? I'll just add to what you yeah, yeah. said. 
See, that's where the relevance of, say, someone like an ACP Ashutosh yeah. becomes so relevant because he's the kind of the hero we never knew we needed in this labyrinth of what all cyber crime is happening. Yeah. So, someone who's like so gritty and pushy to get things going. So, hats off to uh, the cyber cell of our country also, the, the way Mumbai police has this, which are trying to take it forward. And yes, to the government also, because now we are also aware in the sense, at least those basic messages, because still we keep getting it. Uh, coming back to what you were asking me was, have I been a week, last week itself, just before the launch, I got a message from my Boris uncle from Scotland saying, oh, this wealth is still. So just imagine the purane wali is still happening. You still keep getting those uh, tax department, ke, which is yeah. your not your PAN card numbers, but still, oh, click on the link or else you'll be penalized and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's still happening in our lives. Personally, it hasn't happened, happened to me. But yeah, people I know, close family, friends, they have been siphoned of good amount of money. Just because, and they're, they're very educated people. How they play with you is such a learning. How they play with the greed, because greed is such a strong emotion we have. You click this link and then get your number going. Then because they the, have fear. A, the, the fear. fear. If you don't do this, yeah, this yeah. will happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what must be satisfying for you and as time goes on, because the show is just released, for me, is that more and more people are going to turn around and say, hey, you know, I didn't know this. Now I know this. Like, for example, even a small thing like what the banks do, you know, if they're not registered through a proper server, then people are just continuously sending you irritating mails from the bank, which you stop seeing after a point of time. Yes. You know, there's so many small nuggets in the show that we can now perhaps tell our parents because parents at their age get very, very worried. Oh my God, I got a phone call saying, verify your Aadhaar card. You know, show it to me now over a video call and things like that. And I'm not saying you did the show only with that aim in mind, but that's an important byproduct, isn't it? 100%. I mean, of course, entertainment is sacrosanct. That is the main purpose. But definitely the education part of it was a big factor. When we started to actually, when I got the show from them, you know, I said, this is something which we need to also do is educate the people at the same time, entertain them fully. So this was, you know, the balance that had to be created, we tried to do that. And I'm, I hope you're successful in doing that. Have you ever been a victim of cybercrime? I have not personally, but people around me have. I mean, for example, I had this housemaid uh, and she came to me, Bhaiya, 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 I said, what I got a lottery. Laga hai. And she got a one crore ka lottery. Now, one crore ka lottery, I said, I don't want to go to this. You will not do anything. And she actually fought with me and she said, you don't want to be Amir. Banu. I said, no, this is a, this is a hundred percent, this is a, you know, proper, uh, and she took, a, it took a long time for her to actually believe me and say, okay, sir, maybe then you're saying what is, that it's true. And she did not click on that link. But this is how they play on the basic instincts of a human being. You know, whether it's fear or it's greed, they know exactly what to tap in. And that's where they actually get all their, uh, uh, you know, clients from. You know, you're not a stranger to taking a, a book, whether it's fiction, like you did with the freelancer recently, or in this particular project, which is a book based on various cyber crime and converting it to screenplays. What did you find most challenging about, and maybe both of you can take that, you can start and then mm -hmm. but we can, about taking Amit's book and creating a screenplay out of this one? The biggest challenge was how to translate the technical part of it to the audience, which you've rightly addressed in the beginning that they have managed to, Parmeer has managed to done it uh, very well. So yeah, that was the biggest challenge that, you know, how do you, how does it not get boring that you're sitting in front of a computer, a hacker sitting in front of a computer and, you know, just 
doing their job. So how do you translate that to the audience? That was the biggest challenge. But I think Parmeet has done a wonderful job with it. This is more a marketing question. I mean, when you have a, a hack crimes online, as opposed to your platform, you're also doing short stories, which I which I love. You know, I find it fascinating that I can go and watch all kinds of short films, 15 minute duration, you know, 10, 12 minute duration. How would you decide to market a hack crimes online as opposed to some other genre? What is the distinct route that you took? Think of this as a case study question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think the, the audience doesn't change for a show like this. Yeah. It's not that, uh, you know, pe- there are people who only want to watch romance and the show is not relevant for them or people who only want to watch. It is the context in which you want to reach out with a show like this. I think that becomes important. So a big part of uh, our communication plan on this, while, you know, there is obviously things that you and I would have noticed on hoardings and bus panels, which is one part of marketing. But I think the more sharper marketing is the entire influencer piece with which the team, they identified a bunch of people who are creating content in this space, who narrated their own stories of getting, uh, you know, getting into a fraud or being scammed by somebody and brought it up. So I think that, when, when this information about a show which talks about such a thing lands in a more interpersonal way, either through uh, communities talking about it or influencers talking about it, people who do financial, you know, who talk about financial frauds. So I, I remember, and that activity continues, the team has been on it since the day launched. This, they've seeded through influencers this messaging and the long tail of influencers. And you need to, in a communication strategy, you need to have all sorts of Sure. Uh, machinations in play, you have message, you have media platform that reach out to far and wide. And then you have this long tail of people who are very sharply uh, relevant for this show. But digital gives you that ability to uh, reach out to them, find them in the vast ocean of people who are on online or multiple social media platforms. But reach. So to cut a long story short, I don't think the audience changes as much as the context in which you land with a message like that because we continue to be a relevant platform for a want to be a relevant platform for a for young cohort so the the target audience is safe but it will be probably not fair to uh, say that the relevance of this in a digitally native young population is less or more i think it's relevant for everybody so that's how we thought about uh, the marketing of apart from the banking episode what really spoke to me was the social media episode and how Young girls are being blackmailed. People are hacking into their social media profiles, you know, replicating their phone, inserting an app. And I know that a lot of parents are going to be affected by that as well as, you know, youngsters themselves. And that that must have been an important take for you because social media is just so all pervasive for me that you had to address it in Hack Crimes Online. And that must have been a special episode for you too. Absolutely. In fact, case in point is just now an actress uh, has... uh, come out and complained about the, the deep fake that has yeah, happened. Yeah. Now it is happening, has happened and happened not only in terms of social media, but even in politics it is happening. It is happening in every sphere. So It will continue because of it AI, will, AI coming in. And it's, AI coming. it's moving day by day. So yeah, you can't make out the difference it's, anymore. It's, it's scary actually. Yeah. What we've covered right now is the tip of the iceberg. So definitely it, uh, if this was to happen to my kids, You know, today, anything is possible. Imagine them. So I I definitely take this very, very seriously. I took this episode and that's why I've kept it in the beginning of the, you know, of the series. Because it was, I think, something which was close to heart. It definitely, um, 
is something that I wanted to speak about and make people aware these things are happening and will continue to happen unless we do something majorly about it. Maybe it's the laws that need to be changed. Maybe the implementation of things have to be changed. Maybe the, the way we catch these criminals has to, has to change. But we have to at least start speaking about it. So that was... And as an actor, I mean, who uses social media, that again, must have been an important one for you. And I love the fact that both Riddhi's character and your character are so sensitive to these young, young adolescent girls. I mean, I don't want to give too many spoilers away, but not having succeeded in, in saving one life, managing to save another one, getting the whole ecosystem in, taking the principal, the school, the parents into confidence. And that's what needs to happen. If, right. if one of us or our children become a victim of cybercrime, then you have to involve the school, you have to involve the parents, you know, special episode. It is. And Rishi, I, I think uh, from my point of view, there has to be a holistic approach to it. As you very rightly said, it's not just that family, which is going through that, the care, the parents. It's the school also which needs to get involved and there has to be a proper education. So through Hack Crimes Online, we just try to cover that aspect also. This can happen to anyone. So the empathy factor has to come there for the parents also need to understand, oh, the kid has gone through rather than what you've done, this is not. So the holistic approach is what needs to be taken with this thing. So that's how we've tried. So from the school aspect, the principal also understands what's happening with this kid now. The parents are also because the kid is scared. What if my parents get to know this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the whole thing is because of they're, they're playing on that fear factor that well, she'll be exposed, this will be made out. So if parents also understand, they empathize and that's how it has to be addressed. Correct. And also if this show, one kid gets affected and understands that I don't need to fear it. Yeah. yeah, yeah if yeah, something yeah. like this is going to happen to me. That would be a big achievement. Big achievement. Absolutely. Very big achievement. I love the entertainment portions. I love the fact that, uh, you know, uh, Riddhi's character has a bit of a crush on this cop. (laughs) (laughs) She goes about it in a a coy manner. Yeah. Like most girls who are tomboyish do. I love the uh, Gujubai who is trying to still (laughs) sell (laughs) the Agarbattis. Even the third actor, he's got a distinct story. You know, it's very interesting subplots which are so entertaining. Uh, Really nice. I, I think... Nice way to end this would be, there's actually a question that I wanted to ask uh, Amit Dubey, but since he's not here, I think you'll have to take this to the best of your ability. Yeah, I'll try. (laughs) (laughs) One of the most common mistakes that you found during the making of this show that people are making, which is making them vulnerable to cybercrime. Oh, like every one of us is saying, fear and greed. These are two things that they use. Anybody asking you for your phone, like this happened to me. I went to jail for two days back. Person sitting next to me said that I don't have a, a India SIM. Can you give me your phone? Oh. And I just need to make a call. So I said, tell me the number. I dialed the number. I put it on speaker. I said, speak. I refused to give my phone. To Fantastic. Me. Yeah. That's a big learning for me. So, I mean, and uh, you might think, you know, if something like this happens to you, it could be some you know, kid sitting in the other room. It's actually very scary with the way technology is going and especially us, like a person yeah. like me who's, I know technology, but social media and everything I'm very far away from. But all, all these things are, in a way, if you look at it, it's very scary. Yeah. And social media actually has taken over all our lives. Yeah. It's pretty much, I think, uh, not few minutes, hours people spend on social media. True. So out there is the biggest hunting ground for these hackers. The biggest hunting ground is that. I think it's also led to loneliness. 
for the yeah, yeah. younger generation they don't know how to talk anymore yeah, they will rather we are down in the building yeah we are playing all the time our parents used to be calling us up upar yeah. <laughs> because we were down all the time शीतलोक